Get ready for another amazing Insights Marketing Day with powerful, fun, engaging, and instructive speakers who are proven authorities in digital marketing and thought leadership. From social influencing to web, blogging to presenting with power and learning to collaborate through it all, Insights Marketing Day covers a range of topics that need to be addressed for a successful, comprehensive, and interconnected marketing plan. We talk big picture with strategy and annual content calendars down to granular level micro actions so you leave informed and inspired. Each speaker will provide essential tips, actionable advice, and tools to improve your and your company's marketing. Join me, Priscilla McKinney, CEO and Mama Bird at Little Bird Marketing, and our keynote, Ann Hanley of Marketing Profs, followed by crowd favorites, Andy Crestadina, Johanna Walker, and Dino DeLich. There will be meaningful networking, a marketing practitioner's panel, and besides delicious breakfast and lunch, we always deliver afternoon gelato. That all happens before we wrap things up with an amazing happy hour, gorgeous swag, and serious prizes. This is the most fun you'll have building your personal brand, marketing prowess, social influence, and game-changing skills for the digital age. Don't miss Insights Marketing Day this year in Chicago, September 28th. Visit littlebirdmarketing.com slash insights hyphen marketing hyphen day. You've joined the Digital Transformation Success Podcast. I'm your host, Priscilla McKinney. I consult with leaders around the globe and bring their teams through a digital transformation journey. Realizing digital transformation across an entire organization is key to business success. While the phrase digital transformation is often used, it's not always understood. So we start each episode with my brief working definition. Digital transformation refers to the purposeful integration of digital technology into all areas of a business. It goes beyond technological innovations in that it requires a fundamental mindset shift of how to operate internally and deliver maximum value to customers at scale. When done well, it results in a culture change to an environment where opportunities for digital technology are not missed but are thoughtfully used to change established practices and processes for greater efficiency, flexibility, and profitability. You'll hear from consultants, trainers, executives, innovators, and thought leaders. We will avoid buzzwords, jargon, and leave behind our egos to help you take that next step toward digital transformation success. Let's dive in. There is so much happening on the digital transformation landscape right now. You are absolutely going to love my guest today. Catherine Topp is an award-winning researcher. She has over two decades of experience in research and software. So we're going to talk everything at the intersection of technology with really great thinking today. You are going to love hearing about her company, Yabble. She's one of the co-founders. They are an insights tech firm and they have true truly revolutionary AI products that work for a global audience. And you're going to be absolutely fascinated. So let's get into this conversation. Catherine Topp, welcome to the show. Thank you, Priscilla. It's a pleasure to be here. You are a powerhouse, Kath. <laughs> I'm just going to start with that bombshell for everybody who does not know you. I recently heard you on the stage at Insights Association, and that was amazing because you were really setting the stage for what is going to happen in 
the actual vertical of market research with AI. But then after that, I was lucky enough to hear you present with Procter and Gamble and give a very different view, something very different that your team had come in and helped their team solve in terms of digital transformation success. When we talk about all of this data that's out there, all of this money that companies are investing, all of this time they're investing, getting amazing insights from consumers. And then what do we do with it? How do we get our best and brightest minds on it? So give us some framework about what you are talking about today, because I imagine with AI, it is changing about every hour. So what's going on with you right now? Absolutely. And look, AI is a fascinating space the best of days, but particularly now when we've got so much change and innovation happening. As you said, Priscilla, Yabble is an AI company and we build tools specifically for researchers and specifically designed to help researchers accelerate the speed to insight. And that's, I have a little side hobby that probably become an obsession now, which is about talking with researchers around if they had superpowers, what would their superpowers be? And the reason I do that is because I truly believe AI can give all of us superpowers when it comes to research and analysis and talking with researchers and understanding what it is that they wish they could do faster, they could do more efficiently, that allows us to start innovating our products around AI. The only one we haven't quite got to yet is telepathy, but hey, the future's bright. I want the teletransportation. So let me know when your team is going to start working on that. I think that would be great. I've heard you say this about speed to insights. Let's get really specific because you're talking about getting meaningful insights in minutes. So tell me a little bit more about that. Why is that so important right now? So for me, I mean, I've been working in the research industry now for over 25 years and it's a fantastic industry and the people that work in it, some of the cleverest people I've ever met. They're humble and they're clever. When we're designing tools at Yabble and thinking about how we bring AI into the research process, it's all about removing manual tasks from these people. It's So it's taking away the clutter and freeing up time to think. And I think that's, for me, that's really important because you've got all these clever, smart people there and they're using all that time processing data where they could be using that time to think, apply strategic knowledge back to their end customers and their end clients. When we talk about speed to insight, that's what we're kind of helping our customers do is to eliminate all the manual boring process and kind of get to the fun stuff a whole lot faster. And just to put into context when we what we mean, so the Yabble tools are a thousand times faster than a human when it comes to data, kind of basic data coding or theming and processing. And we actually haven't quantified how much faster we are when it comes to our new augmented data product, but that product essentially can create almost instant insight. So you can put in a question and it will deliver you an insight on your target audience within five minutes. So taking kind of removing days or weeks in terms of creating insight down to a matter of minutes. It's truly revolutionary. Now, you mentioned this about the speed, and now we're talking about minutes, but you said one thing in there that I want to unpack a little bit. You mentioned how clever and what bright minds there are in the market research space, and you were talking about actually freeing them up to do some of their better work instead of some of this grunt work. So tell me a little bit about what your team is thinking when you're developing tools. Like, Why is that the crux of the issue? When we're developing the Yabble tools, we kind of think in this frame of does it save time and does it free the mind of the researcher? And so otherwise, why would people use our tools, I guess? So we're kind of going, what's the problem we're solving? 
And then how can we solve that problem in a way that truly delivers value to the end customer? And being a researcher myself, and I have a number of researchers on my team, we can kind of ideate with our product team, with our machine learning teams and our engineering teams to kind of go, well, it's all really nice, but actually it doesn't free the mind of the researcher. It just makes data look pretty or that's really nice, but actually it's not in the right format that it needs to be in order to accelerate that analysis process. So we're kind of always bringing ourselves back to that question, those two questions. Does it save time? Does it free the mind? And if it does, then we can start moving it forward on the development framework. Well, I love that. And actually, you all have been working in AI long before people heard the phrase ChatGPT. So let's talk about that because obviously ChatGPT is hot, hot, hot. And everybody's talking about it. Not everybody is sure what to do with it. But tell me about how you start that conversation explaining to people, okay, this is ChatGPT, this is AI. Seems basic, I'm sure, to you, but I think it's really helpful when we're framing up these conversations about the remit that some professionals have to bring digital transformation to their companies, that they really are understanding what they're talking about. I guess uh, the 1st of December, it's like the lights came on in the insights industry when ChatGPT kind of became a lot more public. But The world of AI is a lot larger than ChatGPT. ChatGPT has, I guess, been the tool that's really opened people's eyes and made it very accessible to the everyday person. But when I'm talking with researchers about AI, one of the things I kind of start with is if you strip AI right right down to its bare bones, essentially it's algorithms and statistical models. And when people are worried about AI, we kind of come back to that and we go, well, you know, that's our bread and butter as researchers. Even if you're a qualitative researcher, you work in algorithms, right? So if we take it on its face value, it's like, look, AI is what we do every day. We shouldn't be scared about it. And then it's about how we apply that AI into the tasks that we have at hand. So AI can be used across predictive modeling, and that doesn't need to be a chat GPT model. That can be your more traditional machine learning models. AI can be used in a lot of the deep facial recognition work that kind of starts to pull emotion and understanding when we are doing focus groups or all those other things. And then you have large language models like the chat GPTs or the open AI models. And that's where a lot of the generative AI is coming from at the moment that you see inside the Yabble tools and also inside other tools that are out there. But the world is a lot bigger than chat GPT. And it's about exploring and working through the best tools that are going to work for your business. And the other thing is really important when you're thinking about AI is if you're just looking at tools like ChatGPT, they're designed to be quite generalized models, which works great for the everyday user. But when you want to use them specifically for an insight task or for to kind of generate or answer a question in your business, you ideally are better to work with a company or a model that's been designed more specifically to answer those questions. And so what I mean by that is within Yabble, we take a lot of the base large language models and we do an amount of, we add a number of layers on top of those. And those layers kind of help train the models to be a researcher, to think like a researcher, to ultimately give the insight that a researcher is looking for. So what you've said is you've taken all of your market research expertise, brought AI in, and then created really customized tools, obviously to your specs saying, look, does it save the time and does it really free up this amazing mind? Okay, so I get that. But hit me with a couple of these tools. So you're saying 
you don't want to really use these generic tools when you have a very specific task. So what is that benefit of coming to a company like Yabble, who specialized in an industry and has been able to, over many years, bend the AI learning and leverage that for a specific insight? Tell us about a specific tool. Like, What exactly do you mean by that? So a great example is we have a tool called Hey Yabble Count, where Essentially, it's a next generation text analytics tool. So you upload your data into it and it 100% automatically takes that data, it cleans it, it processes it and applies themes and sub-themes to it. A little bit like what a manual coder would do if they were manually coding data, but this is a thousand times faster than a manual coder. So sitting in behind um, all of that smarts, like from an end user point of view, you upload your data, it's ready in a few minutes. But behind that, we've spent tens and thousands of hours essentially training the AI to know what a concept test is. It knows what a usage and attitude test is. It knows what a brand tracker is. And so when you upload that data, it kind of recognizes that, it knows it, and then it changes its frame of reference or context to analyze the data in that way. Same thing with an industry. We kind of go, hey, look, this might be the drinks industry or it might be the financial services industry. And then all of a sudden it knows that the types of things it's looking for or it should reference or it should generate in terms of the way that it labels that data, it changes to make sense for the researcher. So that's a lot of the specificity. That's a word I'm struggling to say, but it's a very important word in the world that we work in is comes into what we do. So AI works best the more context you give it. And so the Yabble tools are designed to give specific context relative to the data that you're working with to give you the best output. And it's done that through years and hours of training. The other key points though I want to pull out are one is around data privacy and data protection. It's a big topic in the world of AI. Any data that comes into the Yabble system particularly essentially protected. So your data remains private within the Yabble systems. It's not used to train the open AI models. It doesn't become part of the public knowledge sphere. And that's really important because the data that we're working with is obviously holds a lot of intellectual property. It holds a lot of competitive intelligence. And that's a question we often get asked within Yabble, like how do I keep my data safe? And if you upload it through our engines, it always remains safe inside the Yabble systems. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you about this show's sponsor. As a business professional, mastering social media is no longer a nice to have set of skills, but a fundamental need in order to advance your career and exceed goals. A lot of people are interested in learning social selling techniques for revenue generation, network building, and maybe even to advance their thought leadership. But what is actually needed is a practical and repeatable system to digitally transform whole teams. Teams that commit to creating meaningful digital communities and learn how to leverage social media to turn relationships into sales online far outperform their competitors and companies that commit to investing in their teams to increase their personal social influence reap the benefit of increased brand awareness and positive upticks in company reputation. Social media is natural, it's cost-effective, and it's an easily leveraged tool at anyone's disposal. What is lacking is an effective and proven system that trains sales, marketing, HR, and executives alike to move from social selling to complete digital transformation and into digital dominance. 
Our 12-week social selling course is a practical, hands-on experience. It's taken over time specifically to address the needed mindset shifts, the changes in habits and behaviors, and all of this while implementing new skills. You will learn how to network effectively and at scale, build rapport with targeted audiences, expand your influence, and become the go-to authority in your area of expertise. So this is not a quick tips and tricks for LinkedIn success flash in the pan. It's a commitment to changing the way you show up online and experience career-shifting breakthroughs. This is expert instruction in small cohorts with personalized one-on-one coaching. If you're interested, go learn more at littlebirdmarketing.com slash social hyphen influence. I could completely see that from a consumer insights perspective at a brand. I don't even want my competitors knowing what ideas I'm exploring or what usage frameworks I'm even trying to validate, or I don't even want them to know what kind of attitudes I'm querying my data about even my exploration and discovery of data to remain private. So this is really key. I think we've heard some of the horror stories of people going out and putting their data out on open source. (laughs) So I think hopefully we've had enough cautionary tales and people know not to do that. But is there another tool that you want to share? I know there's so many tools that you all have built over Uh, the years, but. Yeah, there's a lot of tools. So I guess with the Gable system, we're trying to, well, we're developing tools that work across the entire stages of the research process. So we recently, just a few weeks ago, launched the Yabble Chat GPT plugin, which is a tool I'm personally really excited about because I think it is completely changing the way insights are created. And that's one of our ambitions, I guess, is to really think about and improve process wherever we can. And so the Yabble Chat GPT plugin essentially works by taking the knowledge of ChatGPT and adding and augmenting that through adding layers of data on top of it. And so we have a number of quite sophisticated search algorithms. They go out, they pull up relevant, they look for relevant trends, they look for relevant social forums and conversations that are happening out there in the world. And they bring all of that knowledge back together to answer specific research questions. So it's as simple as put your topic in, the Yabble uh, ChatGPT plugin will then craft a number of questions to help answer that question, that topic. It will then create a virtual audience and use that virtual audience to answer those questions. It's super addictive. So if you start using it, <laughs> just be prepared to spend a bit of time there because you kind of all of us, especially as researchers, we're inherently curious. So we're going, oh, but what about if I just do this? And it is new and different and people are always cautious when new and different things come on board. But I'm really confident in this tool and the data that we're getting out of it is really high quality and very accurate. And we're continuing to kind of innovate around that space to add more features into that particular piece. But the other things you can do within the Apple system, we've just recently launched an AI assistant for researchers and It is literally like your best friend as a researcher. So it sits across your data and you can use it to kind of just ask your data questions and everything within the Yabble system is deterministic. So what I mean by that is our systems don't hallucinate. So you'll hear people talk about ChatGPT and hallucination, which I think is one of the best marketing spins that's (laughs) that's ever happened in terms of talking about inaccuracies. But the reason it does that is because, look, AI wants to please, right? And so it kind of works with the knowledge it has to provide an answer, which is where we get the hallucinations in a 
generalized model because it's a probabilistic model. Within the YABL systems, our models are deterministic. And so they rely on the data that's been uploaded into them or the data that's been created throughout your augmented data process. It uses that data specifically to answer your questions. So you don't get the hallucinations that you do in more generalized models. Again, to your point is that then you're doing all of that inside your YABL system where your data is private too. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Everything inside the YABL system is private. So the dental is fantastic. You can ask it questions. You can, I often talk about these tools as getting to all corners of your data. But as a researcher, you've often got a little hunch that's sitting there that you want to explore, but it might be a bit tough to explore or you don't quite have the time. The gene tool, literally in seconds, you can kind of explore that hunch, get to all corners of that data and really understand it to answer the customer brief. The gene tool also, over the next few months, you'll start to see it have the ability to do other things. So one of the things that's changing in the world of AI is the ability of AI to actually do tasks for you as a human. So think of it as a, they call it kind of like an agent model. And the gene research assistant is designed to specifically be that for insights professionals. So you'll be able to use gene to do tasks for you, be it kind of field a study, be it send data off to analysis, or to kind of do some analysis itself for you. So that's really exciting. And I've got my very clever team at the moment working on that. And then one of our most favorite tools is our summarize tool. And so it really takes the pain away from analyzing qualitative data. And you can load your data in and essentially it creates executive summaries holistically across your project. And we've designed that product to work within the frame of what we know a researcher wants to find out. So it kind of talks to you about key insights, key challenges, key opportunities that sit holistically across the data set. And then it also provides you individualized summaries of interviews or focus groups that you've loaded up as well. I love that because I talk to insights professionals every day. And the thing that they're telling me all the time is they're being asked to do more with less. <laughs> this is just 100% what's happening, whether they're exploring something or they have multiple hypotheses, or like you said, they have a hunch. They they know it's in the data somewhere, but they just don't know the real insight to it. And they need to come back to data that they've already paid for, already have, but be able to query it maybe differently and get more out of what they already have. I mean, we're all faced with some real budget constraints. And sometimes too, you mentioned that it would be addictive. I'm already feeling that. Like I could get obsessed with like, mm, let me just ask this one question. We all do desk research and want to kind of get a good frame up of where we're going next or what we want to maybe present or bring up to the stakeholders or when we get these creative briefs from within different teams how are we going to even approach this subject? So I can see this really helping you go maybe three or micro test three or four different potentials without really investing a lot of new money and certainly a lot less time than you would. Absolutely. And look, Jen's available 24-7 essentially. So, and Jen can come into meetings with you. So if you have those stakeholders in your business that are always kind of hypothesizing or want insights instantly, then the AI tools can be that team member for you, essentially. So you can come in, you can sit there, you can quickly mine the data, you can ask Gina a question, and those insights are available immediately within that meeting for your stakeholders. So it is a real transformation in the way insights are created. One of my true passions is to remove research from sitting on the shelf and make it a living document. 
and the AI tools that we create really help to make research data live beyond a project. So essentially that data can, can be available as a living resource for you to continually mine and understand and pull insights from. Well, I love talking to Kath. Number one, she has the best Kiwi accent, number one. But <laughs> number two, obviously she's a leader in this area and it's really rare right now. You know, a lot of people are hypothesizing about what they can do, but you're actually already built so many tools for researchers with using AI. And now ChatGTPT is just this one kind of new layer into things and moving us a different direction. Definitely connect with Catherine on LinkedIn and it's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N top, T-O-P-P. The company is Yabble. But let's end with this, Kath. I mean, you are mover and shaker in this industry. And I'd like to hear what you think is next, because I love this idea, how you see a future where it's a living document. It is so much more using the smarts of these amazing, clever people. But what's the world you see? Like paint a picture for us of a world beyond what people just know, the small little piece that they know about ChatGPT. The future that I see is has got all sorts of multifaceted elements to it. So there's a couple of different things. It's not a straight answer. Sorry, Priscilla. One is exploring the world of multimodal AI. So multimodal AI moves us beyond a single input. And a lot of the AI that's sitting in the market right now has a single input. So it might be a text input or it might be a voice input. Multimodal AI allows us to essentially start to replicate the human senses and data. So it will use it uses vision, it uses speech, it uses text, all of uh, and a number of other kind of data points to bring all of that together to start to have, I guess, multifaceted analysis in the world of insights. And so the easiest way, a really simplified way to think about that is. If you, I'm talking to you right now, you can analyze the text of what I'm saying, but you can also analyze the emotion that's in my voice and join those together and truly get kind of that next layer of understanding of this conversation. And then the third element we could add to that would be looking at what's happening with my body language, like kind of reading my facial expressions, adding that in as another layer. So that's super, super exciting, I think, for researchers. And that's going to be coming this over the next 12 months, you'll start to see a lot of tools starting to explore and play in that space. And then the second area is the area of analytics, actually. So AI, there's a lot of developments happening right now. Some are in kind of alpha mode, but using AI for kind of like having a pocket data analyst. And that for Yabble is really interesting. And when we combine that with some of our kind of our research assistant tools, it makes it a really powerful kind of natural language tool. So you can ask it a question and you can get high quality kind of analytics set straight direct into your, essentially into your laptop or into your phone. So the future's going to continue to innovate. It's not slowing down. It's probably getting faster. But those are two of the spaces that we're particularly interested in. This is just movie stuff. This is total watershed. This like to me is like, the calculator on the watch. <laughs> it's like, I'm not sure who really ever used that, but much more useful. But even the chat GPT plugin store, this makes me think, remember when it was a big deal that you got, became an app on Apple. And so do you feel that right now? Like just how watershed this moment is in Insights? We're pretty excited. I have to say as a team, when we, I think we were plugin number 12 that got released into the plugin stores. So we're very proud, very proud of my team. My team are kind of relentless innovators and they're always challenging kind of the norm and, the, and thinking differently about how we can solve problems. And 
we're really excited about that and there's more to come. So look, that's just the start point. There's certainly more to come in the plug-in space. We'd love Yabble to live in, in lots of different places and that's what our ambition is as well. Okay, well, I'm not going to ask anything anymore. I'm just going to yabble it. So this is where we're going. But you said this is going to be a great next year. But I have to say with the way that you're talking and what you know about AI and how much is changing every moment, maybe we'll check back in with you in three days and see. Three three days is probably good. (laughs) Probably good. (laughs) Thank you so much, Catherine, for giving us your expertise and just really being able, like we say in our intro, leave behind the ego. Let's just talk about what we really need to do to move business forward, because these are really critical times. And people, like I said, are being asked to do more with less. And here, these tools can come in alongside and really help us. Thank you, Priscilla. If you like this content, be sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you downloaded this podcast. It's how people find our show. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.